0: guys welcome to the pixels podcast the only podcast stupid enough to actually buy google stadia for you uh this is sophia wood and with me is christian travis hey chris
1: hi sophia
0: did you like my little burn? No. there you right? <laughs> no.
1: i don't like you you're mean you judge me
0: that's why we're here so well, what did you buy for black friday
1: black friday oh um well i was filling out the backlog a little bit more so saw some good deals on some games um both playstation and nintendo switch i think yeah so i got um for my nintendo switch i got the the spyro remake so it's uh the the three the triple pack And I got that on my Switch because even though it's lower quality, it's um, also just more portable and I feel like I'm more likely to play a platformer on the go than I am to sit in front of a TV and play it. And then I picked up Persona 5 for PlayStation 4 because that's always a game everyone tells me to play and I have yet to play it. And I picked up God of War for PS4.
0: Oh, God of War is supposed to be so good. I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah, so, and that was, uh, oh, I haven't even mentioned, so, Spyro was like $20, Persona 5 was $25, God of War was $20, and then I bought the Resident Evil 2 remake on my Xbox.
0: Oh, okay. Which was a
1: good one.
0: $25. Oh, I really? Don't, I, don't, I can't I believe don't it's l- more expensive than God of War.
1: Well, God of War has been out much longer. The remake of Resident Evil 2 has only been out this year.
0: Yeah, but it's Resident Evil, and it's a remake.
1: Yeah, but it's also up for Game of the Year, so nah. that shows how good it is.
0: Nah.
1: Um, meh. Resident Evil. Um, so, yeah, so I think, after, and I could have given, been off a couple dollars for all those games, but basically, all those games, all four, I think I spent no more than $65, which is the price of one normal game. So, I was nice. pretty proud of I'm proud of haul. you. Thanks. I appreciate it. I just I I like a good bargain. I I was upstairs in my room looking at bargains while people were showing up for Thanksgiving. So, you know. I'm early jealous Black Friday shopping. Yeah, I have a lot of material and you also have to keep in mind I still haven't fit- finished Outer Worlds. That still has a thing wow. to do. It's been, um, it's been weeks. I I have a lot to do. I'm so, a busy I- dude. I I, I, I I like to I, do no. things.
0: You just no, you don't. You're a gamer. There's nothing left.
1: Oh, speaking of gaming, I also um, bought off of Amazon. This really doesn't count towards the Black Friday deals. But I also bought um, controller mounts for my walls. Oh. So like right next to my bed, because my biggest problem is I have so many um, controllers just sitting on my side table next to my bed. that yeah. it, it gets to the point that I cannot... Like re like you know when uh, you know because you have glasses so when you go to sleep and you take off your glasses and you lay in bed and you kind of reach to your table to put your glasses to the side,
0: yeah. Like, you I knock always, everything down.
1: I always knock a controller down. I do that. I've all gotten the time. dings. I've gotten scratches on controllers, and I was like so over it. So I'll show you after the show. But like in my corner, I have a little like four controller mounts, and I have, um a Switch controller, an Xbox controller, a PlayStation controller, and then now my Google Stadia controller. We'll get into that in a moment. And (laughs) now they're all just chilling there. And whenever I need to access a console, I don't even need to get up. And it's so much closer to me because now I don't have to reach to a table. I literally reach towards my wall right next to my bed. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And each one, it was like a double pack for $10. So I spent 20 bucks to permanently mount my my stuff on my wall so that's really cool
0: actually i'd love to have something like that i feel like that'd make you feel so official
1: oh my god it really does and then i have like my nintendo switch light sitting underneath it so i have literally all these you know outlets of technology and video games right next door and now the only thing sitting on my side table is my chargers for my phone and other technology and um i think my my house phone yeah that's about it it's, like, pretty empty now, and I kind of dig it.
0: Nice. Minimalist. That's the new... That's 2020. Yes, Minimalism. 2020
1: is when Chris becomes a, a super minimalist. Catch me throwing my TV out in the garbage, and I just play on a computer monitor.
0: So, I want you to guess how much I spent for Black Friday.
1: Five dollars.
0: Five.
1: Wait, is this... Do- are you referring to my actual five dollars, or your your, your British five dollars? You mean pounds? You talking about pounds? Yes, yes. yes. Okay,
0: either one of those less.
1: Okay, um, two dollars. Less. You got it for free, you dummy.
0: No, I got Rusty Lake Paradise for 67 cents. Do I know what that is? No. Do I know why it was on my wishlist? No. Do I know what the gameplay is or the story or anything? No. But it was 67 cents.
1: Oh, my God. Did you, like, put it on your wish list years and years ago and yes. forget about it? And that's exactly why you, you bought it? Because you were just like, oh, it's a surprise for myself. And it's on sale. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, you got to tell me what it's about when you play it. Because God I'm knows sure now I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's, um... I'm, like... <sighs> I hate Black Friday because I hate the pressure of buying things. Like, I feel like I'm obligated to buy it. But then I also feel so good when I'm like, wow, I could have spent $100, but I only spent 80 you know?
0: That's how capitalism gets you.
1: I know. We're going to... Basically, all I'm going to say is I'm very, very excited to save money during the holidays because everyone and their mother needs to be shopped for and i'm so happy that everyone gets to basically what's the word i'm looking for you know just no save. save i like i like i like just saving during the holidays you know and little do you know ladies and gentlemen that whole spiel i just said was me thinking on the fly because sophia got up and walked away <laughs> and then came back we would so, have
0: gone away with it too <laughs> no we
1: wouldn't well you know we would have gotten away with it but everyone would have been like why is christian rambling on about savings <laughs> so I, now i, you I did know.
0: it so, like smoothly too i don't think you could even pick it up on the microphone It was
1: just. oh i definitely heard like your chair like roll or something like that i tried so hard but um, you you tried and i appreciate it i made
0: tea before this with honey in it and i was really excited about it and i left it on my table and as you were talking i like saw it and i was like i have to go get that i can't get my tea yeah i can't just let it go cold that's such a waste
1: that's such a waste (laughs) so So you're drinking tea i'm drinking ginger ale Mm -hmm. because i just like ginger ale um but anyway, remember how earlier I brought up my controller mounts?
0: Is this your segue into Google Stadia? Or do I have yes, to get ready? Yes,
1: did it for me. I didn't even yeah. have to give do the segue because you just said, is this a segue? And I said, yes, it is. So, Sophia. Yes. Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear the tea?
0: Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Okay, well take a sip of that tea so you could get ready for oh, my tea okay cause... ready
0: i'm gonna take a sip this is me taking ready? a sip
1: and that's the tea <sighs> sis okay <laughs>
0: tell me what's up
1: okay so um where to begin actually i have notes what am i talking about where to begin okay so let's start from the simple um like the basics. So right off the right out of the box i got the controller the controller feels actually really good in my hands not gonna lie not gonna BS it i want to say it's in between the xbox and the ps4 controller feel and wait, wait which
0: one is which like what do you not like the most what do you like the most
1: oh i'm just gonna i'm literally just breaking it down by like um hardware and then i'm going to go oh into like literally like- the
0: feel it feels in between
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant
0: like one of them you didn't like, and it was kind of okay. Sorry. Keep going. No, no.
1: Just it it feels in your hand in between, like a cross between um, an Xbox and a PlayStation controller, because the just the the heft and the and the shape in your hand feels like an Xbox controller, but then it also has like the the two joysticks or whatever. I forget the names of these guys. Yeah, they're called joysticks. They're called joysticks. Yeah. Okay um they're they're both parallel to each other like like a playstation controller so like
0: oh i hate that
1: yeah actually i've noticed while playing that i wasn't too thrilled with that setup but also there's a group of people who also do like the playstation controller so i don't know like i'm I'm, it's probably just something that i might have to get used to after over time
0: i think it is just like my i'm trained with an xbox like i know where everything is but my Blackmate is the opposite and he hates Xbox because he likes where the joysticks are. So I think it really depends yeah. on what you've grown up with.
1: Yeah, so anyway, I think Stadia actually did a good job, Google did a good job um, with the craftsmanship of the controller. Um, obviously, there was no way it was going to beat the Xbox in feel, because like, the Xbox is considered the standard in control- controller setups, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, People love that. So the one thing I will say is um, the trigger buttons at the top are a little awkwardly shaped. Awkward shaped. Um, when I click them, I feel like there's a little more travel distance than when I click a normal PlayStation. I mean Xbox controller. Um, but other than that, that's been my only complaint about that. Um, then going into let me see. Okay, so. The UI for setting this thing up on your apps and your TV and stuff, that's a nightmare. Like, not, not a nightmare, but it's a lot more of a chore than setting up a console, I feel. It's like when you get a new console and you're ready in that ecosystem, nine times out of ten, you just sign into your account. It'll make you set up some basic settings and then call it a day. But this, you have to... First off, you get your Chromecast in the box, so you have to set up mm-hmm. the Chromecast. Fun fact, this is, I have this as a side note. Um, so for a normal Chromecast, you could normally just plug in your, um, the, the Chromecast into the HDMI port, and then you could use, like, an adapter for a USB to, like, micro um, USB, um, like, plug, and plug that into your TV directly, so you don't have to worry about dangling wires.
0: Yeah, I'm following this- you.
1: Yes, yeah, so this Chromecast comes with an external power source that that you have to, like, plug in manually. Why? And, okay, let me get there, because I've read reports saying, like, hey, you're going to want to use this because um, it has, a, like, an Ethernet port at the bottom that helps your internet connection. It'll help you with your gaming so much more. And I was like, all right, well, I, that's really out of option because I my my router is in my parents' room. So... There's no way I'm going to be able to plug that in. So I was like, I'll just I have a micro USB to USB um plug, like spare one lying around. I'll use that just to power it. That way I could deal with one less controller. Not to mention also my TV's mounted to my wall, so everything's wired through my wall, and I was like, I'm just going to avoid this whole BS behind it. So I played my first like game of Destiny um with it set up like that and i'm looking at it and i'm like this doesn't look 4k i was like yeah. this looks 1080p at best and i played like a full session i'm you know i'm hanging out I'm relaxing but um testing everything else out so i can take notes and then i end my gaming session and i saw like a warning or like a notification on the television screen and you know what it says it says um unsupported adapter plugged in you may experience quality less than 4k or some 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 bs like that so you have no option to play in quote-unquote 4k if you're not using the adapter supplied in the box great which is which is stupid i will 100 percent say it's stupid so it's just um,
0: classic google money yeah
1: yes because like <laughs> I Again, I've read reports saying and, and seen videos and, and heard people talk about how they want you should use this for Ethernet, but no one's once has yet to say, oh, you need this to play in 4K. So I was completely oblivious to that. And I was like, all right, like, that's really annoying. Um, I have all these stupid wires I have to wire through. So, like, I did some, like, basic, like, like, instead of wiring it through my TV, I just, like, wired it. Like downward behind my, because I have my TV up above and then I have my um, computer monitor. And then, like, I have, like, all the plugs plugged in underneath my computer monitor. So I was like, instead of wiring it through the TV, I don't know how long I'm going to be testing this. I'll just have the wire dangle from the back of the TV onto the ground by I know that's going to annoy
0: you a lot.
1: It's super annoying. I'm looking at it right now, and it's the only wire dangling, like, from the corner of the TV to, like, behind my computer, which is pissing me off. But uh, whatever. I, I I've, As soon as they send out that update for other Chromecasts, I have a Chromecast built into this television. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to move this second Chromecast downstairs to, like, another room in my house because I, I, I don't need this unsightly thing in my way. Um. Anyway, so I plugged it in, took care of that. Um, and, uh, I started playing again and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, this does look better. This, this looks actually a lot better. Um, but I was like, as I like looked and played, I was like, this doesn't feel like true 4 k like, this doesn't look right. The um, Mystery deepens. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, this doesn't look right. I don't know why it looks better than it did before, but it doesn't look like something running on a, on an Xbox or a PlayStation. I'm thinking maybe it's the streaming whatever so I looked into this and I looked up some like you know just reviews of stadia in general and how things are running and get this there's only one game on their whole server service that actually supports true 4k
0: no only one
1: and that's shadow of the tomb raider Why? everything else runs at 1440p and it's upscaled to 4K, so it's not true 4K, or it's 1080p upscaled to um, 4K. So it was looking better for sure, but it wasn't looking as sharp as I thought it would be because it's not the true game. Apparently, um, and I could get this these facts wrong because I actually forgot to write these down earlier. But apparently, it's running at like the 1080p version and it's just upscaled. And I was like, like that's a letdown. Like,
0: Especially for um, are you paying for the uh the service every month? No,
1: because when you buy into it with the controller and stuff, you get three months worth of it. But okay. normally, I- I'm hoping you would that be though.
0: Is... Like normal yes. for other people, you would be.
1: Exactly. So I'm hoping that this is just like something that they're starting with, and like by the time it officially launches in like was it January that or February that that it will. I think like... it's
0: February. That rings a bell. I think well, we talked I'm about ho- before. I'm we have shouldn't this... say that. That's are probably, yeah. probably wrong.
1: I'm not going to confirm or or deny any dates, but I'm hoping when they launch next year, this is something they fix because, like right now, the way I'm looking at it is, I have this free membership. Sure, I'll use it, but if this isn't fixed and my gaming quality isn't better, what's going to keep me from keep um, like playing? You know, yeah, like, I'll just downgrade to the free 1080. 1080p and then buy a game on there here and there and even so like uh, as i continue i'll let you know what my end of, end result is and what what my use cases for this would be but um anyway that was basically like my setup and um i didn't even go into the way to physically like in the apps so when you get a new google chromecast you have to download the google home app so, this wasn't like a you buy Stadia and then buy download the Stadia app and then you're set up. You have to download the Stadia app. You have to download the Google Home app. You have to set it up on the Google Home app, then switch to the Stadia app and then set up your controller through the Stadia app.
0: They couldn't have made that any easier?
1: Exactly. It's it's like And and this is a sad part because Google ha- typically does a good job with their ui design or not software design and that's where it um it kind of soured the situation because i'm like i already had the stadia app downloaded because i was preparing and i I figured i figured what the things i could do beforehand just to like take care of it and luckily i did have a google home app because i have a google home mini but like that would have been super annoying if I had to, like, I thought it was all ready to go. I open up the Stadia app, and then it goes, oh, hey, yeah, um, download this other app that has nothing to do with Stadia, and yeah. set this up, and then you can use Stadia. And then Also,
0: people don't have the room on their phones.
1: That, too. That That's very true. That's a and- small
0: thing, but I know plenty, like, a lot of my friends have to uninstall things to, like, install new things. That's just how
1: yeah well, that's it's, really it, annoying it's just super i feel like that's something that could have been improved on and it's just inconvenient you know like like and and obviously this is me nitpicking because okay big whoop you download an extra app and but you can still play on your f- car i mean on your car on your on your tv and whatever but then from that point on it started like my experience Started to sour a little bit.
0: Oh, from that so, point.
1: From that point, we have we at the
0: good bit, and
1: now this is yeah. the bad bit. So I'll don't worry. I'll have some recaps re- re- talking about the redeeming qualities of it. But but
0: you don't have to. Fr- I'm from not that this,
1: From this point, um, I started playing games like normally. I played for like a solid hour and a half, two hours, and um. I will say when I first started the game, um, everything was super, like, want to say laggy. Like, okay. like I like because basically when you're playing this game, um, and I'm sure you know this, but for anybody who doesn't know, this is this is basically streaming from a hub or an area that that hosts Google servers. It's when you similar so, uh, to on your, XCloud, screen, right? Yeah, similar. Yeah, to I think we went over this last time, and yes, they yes. have a lot less. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so basically, when you click a button on your controller, that that like signal, normally this is for any other controller that's not the Stadia controller, it would go to your Google Chromecast. It will would go from your Google Chromecast to your router to your modem to wherever the server farm is, and then. The action would reflect at that server farm, and then the basically the streaming of the video would do that whole process but backwards so there's there's a lot of room for like delay, but when something isn't working correctly and um like say the streaming isn't working properly, but you're still clicking forward or clicking jump or whatever, and then it catches up like kind of like buffering it 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 looks like it's stuttering or or you you're like in a different spot than you than you last were because you kept going on the server but your TV wasn't keeping up with your actions. So um that happened a lot towards the beginning of my gameplay but I will say I don't know if it's like while they're setting up an account for you and while while they're activating a new server or whatever the situation is cuz again I have little to no clue what what goes on at the that server farm that they own, but as things kept going, it actually seemed to improve. Now it's to the point that I'm playing on my TV and I rarely see like a a judder like that. Like I'll see a little bit of qual- lack of quality. Like I'll see it go from like the 1440p down to the 1080p for a couple seconds and then I'll go back, but it won't skip frames or it won't like lag or buffer or anything. So it doesn't mess me up gameplay wise. It's nothing gameplay gameplay breaking now. Um but um and once again I only had two games to play with. Um Destiny 2 came in the bundle and it was another one called like samurai Showdown, I believe, that came free. Um that being said, I think this month they're adding the original Tomb Raider game to that list of free games you could play and like one other game. So I'll test those out when they come out. Um But anyway, so I'm going to try to get through this part quicker because it's not as significant. It's just annoying. When you want to buy a game, and I I just did this trying to mess around because obviously I don't know how I feel about the the platform yet. I don't know if it's going to be something I'm going to continually go back to. But when you try to buy a game, you cannot buy a game on your TV. It's just not possible. You have to open the Stadia app on your phone and scroll through the the games on there and then buy it. And then you could play it on your TV. And to be fair, I haven't done it yet. So I don't know if I'm going to have to relaunch Stadia after the game is bought Mm -hmm. so it shows up on my television or what the situation behind that is. But I think that's kind of stupid because when you're on the television um, setup, you're playing on your television to play on your television. The last thing you want to do is open up an app on your phone and just, like, scroll through games and whatnot. Also,
0: your phones, it must be much more annoying. Like, your phone's a lot smaller. It's touchscreen.
1: Yeah. I don't like
0: buying things on my phone.
1: Yeah. And then there's just, like, little things when you're buying games that, like, bother me. So, um, you know how when you're on Xbox and you go to, like, a game page for a game you're about to buy or look into buying, and they have, like, you know, a video showing you the trailer for the game, so you get yeah. to figure out if, if it's interested. They don't have that. They don't really have much information other than like a basic description of what the game is, oh. and um, it's kind of like, I mean, for us, like people who play video games, like odds are the games that they have on there so far we know about because these are mm. all popular games that have been out for a while. But if you're a newer player getting into this, and you're like, I have no idea what this game's about, a trailer would help, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, have it play. Let them see what the game's about. Like, if someone who's never played the original Tomb Raider games from PlayStation or the new reboot just sees Tomb Raider and goes, oh, it's probably just about a dude that, like, you know, raids tombs like like they're not gonna get
0: like, it's just a dude who raids tombs.
1: Yeah. when you watch when you watch the trailer <laughs> you see that there's like a lot of background going into Lara Croft as a character as opposed to the basic description that they have on the xbox store where they're just basically like Lara Croft is a aspiring blah 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 like you know also
0: I find I like to see the games before I buy them
1: how they look. Because a lot of them's gameplay, gameplay. Yeah, that is a visuals. huge aspect
0: in gameplay. I don't really... I mean, I, as a person who cares about a story, I don't care about the summary they've written. I like to see it first, to see what type of gameplay it is, what it looks like, how it feels.
1: Exactly. And it's annoying it's, that you can't do that. Exactly. And people... Like, once again, if you're a gamer like us, you've probably seen these trailers on whatever platform you had prior to getting stadia so you probably have an idea of what these games look like gameplay wise but if i'm a kid that's never gotten to get a, a game console because they were too expensive or was going through a hard time with cash and this is the easiest way to buy in you're probably not going to have any, any clue how these things are running you know so that was another thing that bothered me um and not to mention the gameplay library so
0: there's nothing is there
1: so i'm actually pulling it up right now on my ipad just to like give you an idea and let me see it's loading so while it's loading basically actually it loaded pretty fast i'm gonna read you oh good one one
0: good point it loads fast (laughs)
1: yes right that's that's the only benefit to this so i will read you cuz i did i think last week i read you a lot of the xcloud game games like selections so you have an idea how how many games they have i think it's over 50 here we have i think 20 something 22 or so and a lot of these have like the ultimate edition or like you know yeah so we have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Good okay. game.
0: That's a good one. Yeah.
1: Attack on Titan 2. Good game. Eh. Destiny. Yeah. It's been around um it's it's been out for a while. People there are is a dedicated group of people who continue to play it. So, all right, not bad. Final Fantasy um what is it? 15, 16, I forgot the my freaking Roman numerals, the newest one. Um then we have Farming Simulator Oh, 19. farming. Sim-
0: thank god they have farming simulator. I wasn't going to buy it until I heard
1: that. Yeah, right? It's just yeah, I I want to do whatever I can right now. Actually, it's for free, so I'm going to download it right now <laughs> <have> to try <laughs> it out. It's free. If it's free, have it's for fun. me. So, then we have Football Manager 2020. Great. There's a great ultimate edition. Right. And then they have the one um Google Stadia exclusive on here. It's called Guilt. And um, I don't know too much about it. I did watch some gameplay because on it. Because there's
0: no information on the app, so.
1: Yeah, it says, no here's knows? the only description they have. It says, face your fears and guilt, a haunting tale about bullying and childhood nightmares as you help Sally navigate a creepy, a creepy, a creepy world to rescue her missing cousin Emily. Guilt that sounds is available really bad. only on Stadia. It's actually, the visuals don't look too bad. Um, But it's basically a walking sim from what I see. Like, you have to avoid being seen by certain things. Um, Just Dance 2020 is on here. Metro Exodus, not bad. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, not bad. Xbox, I mean, NBA 2K20, not bad. And then Red Dead Redemption 2, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, As you can see, this is all, everything I'm mentioning to you, has been out for the longest, you know. Yeah, there's so, nothing new. There's I think nothing new. the
0: question, right, is what? Why should you choose this? Why would anyone choose this over X Cloud? Because that's the competitor, right? Is there a reason at all?
1: Um, the competitor is X Cloud. It's not out yet, and they have no announcement for when it's coming out. It could be in beta for a couple of years, for for all we know. But, um. Yeah, the thing is, it's out there and people are testing it, so the word's getting around. And people hear that this service is so much better. So, w- again, yeah, like you said, why am I going to pay for this when uh, at some point this other service is going to come? And it might have might be better co- compatible with my current library of games. Because you could play the games you bought on Xbox, on xCloud, and continue exactly. from your saves and then pick up. This, you're starting all the way from the beginning. You have to build your library up. And who knows if this service is even going to last. Google is famous for shutting down things that don't work out for them. So you're basically investing all this money into games for you to play. But you don't know how it's going to work. I mean, how long it's going to work for.
0: Yeah, I think from what we've learned, unless you're desperate for something like this, or you do have, you know, you just want to test out, you have the spare money around. I wouldn't invest in it too much. Yeah. Because it does sound like it's not gonna work out. Like there's so many bugs. There's better stuff out there or gonna be out there.
1: That noise is on our side, not not your side if you're in a car.
0: I mean now I'm worried. There's only, a, my, my street's a one-way street and it's very bendy. Oh <laughs> They're lord, okay.
1: got into it <laughs> accident.
0: Definitely. Okay, anyway, keep going.
1: Yeah, so, um, basically that's that's how I feel about it. I, again, I bought into it with the Premiere Edition. I didn't get the Final Edition. Don't really care about it. The only thing cool about that is it has like a n- midnight blue controller. But this controller actually matches the color scheme of my room, and it's mounted, so it, it actually it's a white controller. It works better. Um, but uh, yeah. And in, in a couple months, the service will be free. You could use an Xbox, a PlayStation, or any other Bluetooth controller once it's act like once it's active to to everyone else. I could use it. Like I didn't even mention to you. Everyone's complaining about um how they got their founder edition um of the controller and the setup and everything, but never got an activation code in their email like they were supposed to. Oh. Or or it took days or like they had to call support and like ask for, like get them and most of the times they didn't help. Well that's um, so funny because
0: that's something you were impressed by last time we talked. That you got it he, so quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I even posted on on Instagram about it. I got it I think 2 days in advance so my first couple of days were me playing with my Xbox controller which wasn't too bad I didn't have a problem with it um I will say the only thing I I think I notice less latency or like less latency yeah. for the Stadia controller you know, okay, so or because that connects directly to Wi fi and mm-hmm. that's part of the setup, so people would just do that and um and i that I guess that's a benefit of it but but do we do you wanna spend eighty dollars on a new controller when you could have your old Xbox or PlayStation controller lying around, and that works just as fine, you know, yeah, so um and and to be quite honest the difference between the two isn't that drastic if if you're playing a game like like a RPG strategy game where latency is not important it's not gonna matter but if you are into destiny and you think oh google stadia is the next the next frontier for video gaming i need to get as little latency as possible so i could be the best at it then i guess that'd be something that You'd want to invest in, but also you should talk to a professional because Google Stadia is not the next best thing that's coming out there. Um, <laughs> so. But to be fair,
0: I think something like it is. I think that's where we're at now, right? Is combining everything and having everything at your fingertips all the time. Google Stadia is not going to be the thing, but it's definitely one of the first things in this new age of get okay, everything being connected, being able to play wherever you are, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, honestly, it it's, I think this technology is there and it's going to work, but I don't think it's time for it, you know? Like, I think this is something that should have launched, should have launched maybe two years from now.
0: I don't know that, about that. that I think what you're trying to say is Google Stadia specifically isn't ready, right? Or you're I saying mean, all, like the whole technology.
1: I think the I Google Stadia is 100% not ready depending on, on the situation but um I think we live in a time where competitive gaming is so um prominent like in Fortnite and um yeah. PUBG um a lot of like the latency this technology is too big of a gap for people to like in that in that situation like in in the competitive space to want to move over to it you know yeah i understand what you mean so if this was improved and somehow they their quote-unquote negative latency was a thing then it would make more sense but right now i think the technology it's just not there um for that situation if you're playing again an rpg or like a i I would even say you can probably get away with like playing the tomb raider game on there um it shouldn't i think it just has a ways to go you know
0: yeah i know what you mean i think they've brought it out they've rushed it they've brought it out too early i think this is now kind of up to xcloud yeah, how the that balls goes, in their
1: court, and they're ready, and they—they're yeah. not even officially released, and they're already destroying Stadia. So,
0: well, that's the issue, um, right? My my dad loves it still, and he's barely had anything to say about it, that like negatively.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's um, you know, but not to be all negative on it. One, um, I will say when it works, it really works. It, the the latency doesn't bother me in the slightest because again, I'm not competitive. Um the The streaming seems, from what I've done so far, the only major problems I had was and again that initial night when I first started playing it. Um, but now I pick it up, um, and to turn it on, it's pretty, it's pretty great because um, if you click the power button on the controller, mm-hmm. oh my god, um, what am I? Where's my? Okay, so if you click the power button on the controller, it will automatically turn on the TV. And then you click the 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 TV turns on, and then it asks you to input a certain like pattern of numbers or let I me mean, of numbers like a pin, of letters, yeah, kind of like a pin to tell to to tell the TV like, hey, I'm about to play Stadia, and then it launches Stadia. Because Google Chrome, I don't know if people have a Google Chromecast. It's not like a a box that that like like a Roku where where you just download apps and you launch the app and then. Like you're good, you literally cast everything to it. So I will say that was an interesting way to have it set up. where you just have to click the pin, and the pin's constantly in the corner when you're not like when it's just idling. So it's just like whenever you feel like picking it up, just click um click the buttons in this order, and then you're good to go. Um, but yeah, it's it it's good when it's good. Um, it's just I think Google, yeah, like we said, implemented it a little too fast before they were ready.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the takeaway, right? This could have been yeah. good, but
1: yeah, like if te- I'm telling you Sophia, if they launched and somehow got like Resident Evil games on there, even if it wasn't in 4K or whatever the situation was, I probably would have been like all in because as you as i mentioned on the podcast, I'm on I'm trying to play through the Resident Evil games from the beginning. And I'm currently on Resident Evil 4, and how convenient would it be if, like, I bought the games on there, I played them, and then while I was at lunch at work, I just opened the Google Chrome tab and then continued playing it on my laptop at work.
0: That would be like, handy. I wish I could yeah. do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously I have a Switch that has uh, most of the games on there anyway, but um, the Switch doesn't have the Resident Evil 2 remake, the Switch doesn't have the... Um, I don't believe it has the the la- the first remake of the first Resident Evil, but you know, like these are options that would work well if they had franchises that aren't being represented there. You know, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I anyway, digress. Let's move just,
0: on.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, guys, so we're actually gonna dip into some news that happened. We again, it's been crazy with the holidays. So, um, we the holiday. So. Um we Sophia, you had you said you have three bigger things, and then I have I've four got, smaller things
0: I've got two big things, two smaller things, so I think it will jump off each other again, go back and forth a bit.
1: okay, and before we get into there, I just want to put it out there. I'm sure people have heard um my family's decorating for the holidays, so they're pretty loud downstairs, and I'm gonna try to edit out as much as I can, but we'll see how that works out.
0: Okay, should I get going?
1: yeah why don't you start us off today
0: so it literally just one sentence xbox game pass said they're adding halo reach in two days uh they literally just tweeted this so i thought i'd throw it on there um the all the halo games are supposed to be coming on but that was in 2020 so it looks like they've either moved up it up or they weren't gonna add it now they have i'm not really sure which one but just wanted to say two days get ready download it it's gonna it's coming and that's a good, I think that's a good game for them to have. Because to, they've got access to them, right? The older ones. And I think that would be a good one to play through. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah. it. Um, I believe what they said was that they, they initially did an announcement saying they were planning to bring as many Halo games as possible over. But when people were asking about specific dates, they said that we're not going to give specific dates when they're ready. We're going to put them out. So...
0: I just I, had, I got, had all my games from a list, and the list said 2020, but I think that was more of like a, they haven't told us, so we're assuming it's, yeah, I don't think that was actually from Xbox, so hopefully they're going to be dropping some before, because I've gone through a lot of games, and now I'm kind of like, when's the next one out, When what's, what's new?
1: Yeah, this game, ha- this year hasn't been filled with too many big, bad games that people look forward to. Um... But yeah, it's um, I think I I I like the fact that they're bringing over the, these Halo games because not only has it gotten so far into the franchise that people are missing gaps of the story, it it's nice to see where they started anyway. Because like I haven't gotten to the Halo situation because I missed all of Xbox and Xbox 360. I hopped on with Xbox One there was, like, four or five games already out, and I was like, there's no way I'm playing the new one because I have to play all four of these games and understand what's going on. So now people are going to have that easier access to, to these games as they slowly come out.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm excited. I'm excited to replay them now that I'm older because I don't like replaying them. Um, I played a lot with my sister, Priya, but I'm excited to kind of re replay them as they come, like you said, by myself with new eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of games that are coming out, or in this case, came out, um, I saw the most wholesome, like, news about Pokemon, and I just wanted to share it. So, everyone knows how the new Pokemon games came out. Um, to celebrate, the Pokemon company has been making these little animations, um, animation music videos for, uh, like just the holiday season so you see and there's Japanese and English versions of each one and they sing like classic like little jingles and and stuff for the holidays and you see all like Pikachu but then he's also accompanied by like the new starters from this generation of Pokemon and it's just really cute if you want to go have a a good wholesome smile I highly suggest you you go onto youtube and watch one of the videos it's also cute for the kids so if you have kids and you want them to sing long songs
0: i like it when companies do that you know what i mean
1: just yeah and it's also on youtube kids so like specifically so like it's geared for them um but yeah and then also i don't know if you're you are aware sophia so pokemon sword and shield sold over six million copies in wow it's opening week Wow. Weekend, weekend, my fault. Weekend, so that's and I, impressive. Yeah, and we'll see like official numbers actually soon, I think, because we just ended the month, so official numbers for like games that sold this month should be out soon. um And once I see that, I'll bring it up next week. But it's it's on track to be one of the best selling Pokemon games.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, you should also have to I... take into account that these games are sixty dollars, and
0: yeah, like, I'm not. The past
1: one's been forty. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of money for a Pokemon game. I think.
1: I don't personally. Think it
0: is. Well, for you because you've got that nostalgia and you're a, be- a fan. For someone who hasn't played them, that price does not entice me into buying it.
1: Eh, well, it's the first. It's the first console, um, home console it's been on. So.
0: Yeah, got to make that money up. Somewhere. I'm not saying you know. I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm just saying for me personally, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to. But I would say that about any of the um like the Nintendo Switch games because they're all yeah. about that price range and as someone who wasn't sure about getting a switch I don't think I'm going to get one because of the prices until they go down a little bit
1: oh, uh, good luck with that. Nintendo never yeah, that's any not going to happen. Things on sale.
0: Anyway, should I should I move on?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: So I want to talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Just oh, yeah. because I just, like I saw a lot of smaller pieces of news coming out, and I thought, you know what? Instead of doing like, oh, they said this and they said this, I'm just going to go over the whole thing of what it is, what could go wrong, what could go right, that kind of thing. So Cyberpunk 2077 is an upcoming RPG that takes place in Night City as an open-world dystopia. It's part of the Cyberpunk franchise, so there are more games, and you can play as V, a customizable merc- mercenary. And I'll get to what I mean when I say customizable later. That's going to be one of the exciting bits. Ooh. So I'm going to say first, what could go wrong? Um, When this game came out, there's a lot of hype. But over the week, I've seen a few bits that made me not sure. Um, Actually, a weird thing happened where over the week, I saw that Cyberpunk 2077 might have microtransactions. And I was like, oh, I thought we were done with this. Haven't we learned our lesson? I want to get a game if I'm going to have to spend another $30 to $60 or whatever it is finishing it. Um, but then this was like an update. I actually got an alert from the same website that I use. It was like a big banner of, we were wrong. Um, the developers, and I quote this as a quote, the developers are just considering monetizing the multiplayer component of the of the game. So I'm not too worried about this actually as I was before. Because personally, I never play multiplayer on these types of games. Um, however, it would suck if you have to pay the extra money for something like that. But again, it's not as big of a red flag as it could have been. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I think the thing um, that CD Projekt Red has, like, um, pride themselves on is, like, keeping monetization out of the the equation when developing games. So if they're planning on including, like, you know, um, monetization in a way, I think we could trust them enough to do it wisely. As opposed to like an EA where they're just like monetize everything, and yeah,
0: I agree, and usually I don't really like to bring in what a company has done before because I think we should look at each project separately, but I think for something like this where it's just rumors, I do have more trust in them than I would.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah for sure I, I i I'm sure they'll they'll handle it in a, in a situation in a way that is a little more cognizant of what the consumer is spending. But yeah, that's just. Uh, that, uh, obviously, as we always say, it's going to be something that we're going to have to hear more about before we can jump to any crazy conclusions.
0: So I'm going to move on to what we know that's good. Um, and most of this is based off a YouTube video and Games Radar. So I thought I'd throw that out there because it was. I tried to comb through, kind of, but there were so many articles and stuff it was just easy to start watching youtube videos on it so and they had a great list so there will be mini games i think it's it sounded a lot similar to something like fallout or even kind of outer worlds not really but um where there was lockpicking and hacking and that stuff there's also maybe like things like boxing and bigger things so they weren't that forthcoming in the specific it was more of like Oh, someone mentioned boxing, someone mentioned this, so hopefully there will be a lot more. I do kind of enjoy games. I don't think it really makes or breaks a game, but I know for things like this, where just normal gameplay can get kind of tiring, it's fun to go play the mini games and explore the world. Um, another interesting bit was violence isn't the only option. So similar to Outer Worlds, there are ways you can talk yourself out of trouble. Apparently you can complete this game without hurting anyone. Which is pretty impressive for a game like this.
1: Huh. That's weird. Yeah. I never like I've never taken that into consideration cuz even the freaking like Fallout Outer Worlds world's all of that like you could avoid conflicts but like you still have to like fight people when you get into those I guess dungeons per se like when you get into those situations yeah. where you or have to Yeah, even when clear you're crossing out.
0: a planet you have to fight off monsters as you go down the road.
1: Yeah, that's very weird. I, I don't know. I, I like mean, it, it, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure for some playstyles, people will enjoy it. What about you? Do you, do um, you think I, would, do you think
0: would go that this. route? Yeah, I do. I usually do try and go that fastest route, just because I think... It actually ties into my next piece of news, where I think it gives you better endings so for this there is multiple endings uh similar okay. to outer worlds and i'm assuming it is a you killed this guy so it's gonna come back and you've killed that guy so it's gonna come back Or well, you haven't killed him so he's gonna you know that kind of thing where it depends on your choices so i think if, if i do get this game and i think it'd be ones where you're gonna have to do multiple playthroughs to see what what happens
1: yeah i I kind of like that i like I like replayability. I don't play games over often, and I know you don't either, so if something's giving me the the drive to wanna play something through again i I welcome it because you know some people aren't about it,
0: yeah, so that's and also there was um there's multiple endings, but there's also multiple beginnings, which is really interesting so like. That- Ties back to to the customization of the main character, even though it's kind of a set main character, you can change the backstory and stuff and that
1: oh that's kind of cool. changes yeah,
0: so I thought that would be interesting to maybe you could run I think it's three different backstories, so you could do play it three different times with different stories and see what happens, so I think they're really aiming for the replayability in this game it sounds like
1: yeah c g project c d project red is um. I currently I think it's like a top favorite game developer so I think while all eyes are on them they want to make something as, as good as possible because they have so much attention on them so I praise it I'm like I'm excited to play Cyberpunk 2077 so you know at the end of the day if though we're going to have to review it if it's good or not you know
0: yeah it's all, just it all ends we... up here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under we, we can't, our scrutiny. Just... Exactly. We just can't, because people are so in love with this these game developers right now that like I'm afraid that when reviews come out, there is there aren't going to be they're going to be a little bias, you know.
0: Yeah, I do know, especially for the hype surrounding this. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, I put why the hype, and then I put. Keanu Reeves exclamation mark so I guess I'm gonna elaborate (laughs) on that um he plays a digital ghost that accompanies the player similar to I guess maybe the Joker in Batman Arkham Knight or something similar maybe he helps you more hopefully but I think the that is a huge reason why there's this hype is because he's gonna be in it because he was at E3 and he's been saying a lot of stuff about it and he's supposed to be in it a lot. That does sound really good because he is a great actor, obviously, and it looks just like him in there.
1: Oh yeah, spitting image. Like, there's no way you can confuse that with any other actor at the time, for sure. No,
0: I was watching E3 on my phone and I literally went, oh, "Keanu Reeves."
1: <laughs> oh God,
0: it was great. Yeah,
1: I know. I mean, I love Ke- Keanu Reeves, but I don't think I'm as, as obsessed as other people are. So it makes me laugh when people are like, get so excited about him.
0: Have you seen John Wick?
1: Um. I saw the first one, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw you the first one. you didn't watch
0: one. the second one or the third one?
1: No, I have not.
0: Oh, it's so good. You need to watch it. Everyone needs to watch it.
1: I'm sure everyone has. I'm sure I'm the only person in the world that hasn't.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: Yeah, but... You know, I think people
0: like him because he's such a, a seemingly nice person. And I think that's really rare to find in Hollywood, which is really unfortunate. that Just being a normal, decent person could make you super popular. But... Here we are.
1: Hey, it works for him. It's on brand. It's on I brand. I like it. Anyway, anything else about that, Sophia?
0: Nope. That was my little back we had a little bit back and forth about microtransactions this week, but I just kind of wanted to cover it since we're probably gonna be reviewing it later on.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. I, I appreciate you looking into that. Um Speaking of micro micro microtransactions, um There's actually some news about, um, EA and Fallen Order. Oh boy.
0: Oh boy.
1: So, so actually, um, it's not what you think. EA, um, basically got their numbers for sales and Jedi Fallen Order has broken multiple sales records. Oh wow.
0: Well, actually, I think I could probably tell you that. I mean, Star Wars, right?
1: Yeah, of course, of course. So. Basically, everyone has been, obviously, everyone and their mother who's into Star Wars, whether you like it or love it, you're going to buy this game at some point. So, Fallen Order, basically, it hit all these goals. People are super excited over it. And EA seems to be just as excited that it, in its its success. I cannot speak today. So, it's only been—it's been less than a month too, which is even crazier considering how how much it's selling. Um, also, I
0: bet it sold a lot over Black Friday.
1: Oh, for sure. Because even even if like you've been planning to get a game, and you can get ten, twenty dollars off. You're gonna hop on that, depending if it's relatively new or not. Oh yeah. But this has gotten the gaming community kind of excited because, as we know, EA is known to add micro micro microtransactions in all these games that they've developed. So people were worried that um, if this game didn't sell well, EA would think, oh, this is something that the consumers don't want. Let's go back to our old model. Which is really annoying
0: that you have to treat a company like a child, where it's like, no, that's bad. That's good. That's bad. Oh, positive reinforcement. Like, just listen to people or use common oh, yeah. sense like it doesn't have to be positive reinforcement you should buy this game so that they see that we like not paying extra
1: yeah it's you know it it in a in a sense it's kind of like um when a game sells well obviously the developer wants to i mean the the yeah the developer the the company wants to send Out more games like that, but there's like this weird gray like area where when a when a game breaks even, it could go either way. So they could be like, "All right, some people like this, but some people didn't like this. What 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 is our next step?" So this game broke many records, even though EA will not um give out the numbers that they sold. Which is kind of stupid. Um but this is a good thing because people want a sequel. It seems like they're going to be creating a sequel at some point. And the only, uh, this is a straight single player experience. There's no multiplayer aspect in it at all, which is great. And if they keep sticking with this format for future games, they they might actually have like a a, a series on their hands that they can keep making money off of.
0: Let's hope. I mean, not the money, but I'd like to see more good Star Wars games.
1: Yeah, I feel like the last few, like what we've gotten Battlefront and like Battlefront 1 and 2, which are just shooters and stuff. Like,
0: Yeah, and Battlefront 2 was a disaster.
1: Yeah, especially with that loot box situation, which again, once again, monetization when people don't want it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing how well it sells. I am probably going to buy it. I'll probably buy it today or tomorrow because you know, I want those good deals. But um yeah, once I do play it, I'll let you know how it goes and um you know, I'm not expecting to be disappointed with the purchase, so. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to throw it back towards you.
0: Okay, so this one's going to be really long. We talk about gaming service subscriptions a lot, and I wanted to go over all of them, and tell you what offers what, what's a good deal, what's not, what we like, what's not, and just the basics. So okay. Jump in when you want with your commentary, whatever you want. So first I'm going to do Xbox Game Pass, because that's the one I have and one I'm most familiar with. You can either get Xbox Gold, which is four free games a month, uh, and other stuff, but we're just focusing on the games right now, for $60 a year. And when you cancel it, you do lose the games. Just wanna warn everyone. Uh, Xbox PC Pass is $10 a month, where you can choose from a set list of games what to play similar to Netflix. And then Xbox Game Pass is also $10 a month and offers the same service, though uh, some games are different on console. So for $15 a month, you can get Xbox Live Gold, uh, Xbox Game Pass, uh, and Xbox PC Pass. So, Games include new releases like Outer Worlds and After Party with some lined up for next year, including the Halo, which we already went through. I have, I have Xbox PC Pass right now and I do recommend it. Uh it's easy to see though, it is easy to see myself coming bored with it if they don't add more interesting games soon. Which is good that they they've got things like Halo lined up, but I'd like to see more newer ones on there. They've also mm-hmm. taken games they also take off games every month as well. I'm not yeah, sure if the others that. do that. Yeah, but they do. So you might want to keep an eye on out for it. Don't join if you only want to play Outer Worlds and that's it because they might take off Outer Worlds next month and then you're stuck. So the next one I have is Uplay Plus for Google Stadia and PC, which is what we have been talking about as well. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed games, Far Cry games, not as diverse as you'll find on Xbox or PlayStation. It's $15 a month and with Uplay Plus you'll also have access to premium editions of certain games, which include all expansions, DLC, and, add, and add-on add content at no additional cost. That was my little thing. Um, and obviously that connects to Google Stadia, which we were talking about. I don't think you don't get all the games. They, they weren't very clear with this. You don't get all the games that I just listed on Google Stadia, right? Like there's Assassin's Creed isn't on Google Stadia.
1: Well, no, you have Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
0: Yeah, but it says I think for the UPlay it has all of them on there. That's what it said on the thing that I read. Anyway,
1: so I don't. Oh yeah, I yeah. think they only have Odyssey on here. Maybe they have what was the one before that Origins, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: All right. So PlayStation Now plays on PS4 and PC. Is either sixty dollars a year, twenty five every 3 months or $10 every month, so it's pretty much the same as Xbox. Uh, although many of its new releases are absent, such as the Spider-Man game, there are more notable games on there such as God of War and The Last of Us, which are big games that you'd want to play. Unlike Xbox, you can't cut out the pieces you want to, want to, like only pay for PC or only console, but it is the same price as cutting those out would be for Xbox, so that might even be a good thing. Because in the end, you're playing the paying the same anyway.
1: Oh, that's actually, yeah, I th- I think that's probably the better i the the better situation then.
0: Um, I had Google Stadia Pro on here, but I think we can skip that because we did talk about it a little bit, and it is pretty much only. The, it, it changes the specs and you do get the gains, but you, you've already said you have it for three free months. We already went over it, so I'm going to skip that one.
1: Yeah, you get it for three free months and it right now it only comes when you buy like the Premiere Edition or or the like Founders, I believe. So you have to buy into it. That's something worth passing up. As, as we said, pass up on it for now. Wait until next year when you can get it for free.
0: Okay, so let me find where I was. Um, so let's talk about e a so it's for p s four or xbox one at five dollars a month or is that sorry my i when I copied over my notes, it changed everything.
1: Oh you're fine.
0: Xbox is one of the larger of the two catalogs with seventy seven games with such as the Dragon Age series and Battlefield, and playstation has forty four games like Star Wars Battlefront Two and E a sports so this is cheaper, but it does in the end have less games and less of a I guess, diverse, like, you're not going to get indie games and stuff, you're going to get EA games. So, I think it depends what you play. If you find yourself only playing Dragon Age and Battlefield, maybe this is the one for you. But if you do like diversity, like I do, I would just pay the extra. Um, so, yeah. Origin is just for EA for PC. So, it's $5 a month or $30 a year. Or you can get the premiere, which is $15 a month or $100 a year.
1: Holy cool. So that's, yeah,
0: that's 229 games. Also, you can play 10 hours of upcoming releases with your progress carrying over into the main game once it's released. Which is actually a really good idea for bigger games that you're not sure you want to buy. I think I'd love to, not just for EA, but I'd love to play something like Fallen Order or Cyberpunk 2077 before it comes out. To see if I like it or not, I think that'd be a clever thing for maybe Xbox or PC to do.
1: Well, did you hear about um what EA used to do and up until Fall Order, they used to let you play like I think twenty eight, four or forty eight hours pr- like before the game was released, and um like for this game they just decided not to. They were just like, yeah, no, we don't want it to be spoiled for anybody, so everyone could wait until the actual day of.
0: Yeah, I can see Which why are- that would be smart for games that are heavy in story. But at the same time, games should be about gameplay and I feel like you don't really know if you're going to like a game until you play it.
1: Yeah, and I think that was in bundle with like their their service. So like you're paying monthly so you can get that early access and like the week before it was supposed to come out, it like they just like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you can't do that."
0: Yeah. I think yeah, so this is like the same thing with and then with Premier, you get 240 games and you'll have access to the full games prior to launch and also gain access to extra contact with content with new EA releases. Hmm. Um, so those are pretty much the main ones. I did have honorable mention Apple Arcade, five bucks a month. I don't know a single person who has Apple Arcade so I didn't really want to go into it.
1: Actually, um, I might have to start it soon. Why? Because they have a new Steven Universe game, and I love that franchise, and it just came out like this week, so I have Why don't to. Why do you just buy the it. game? I don't think they let you buy it. I think it's only oh, part of Apple Ar- Ar- Arcade.
0: That's really annoying.
1: Yeah, which is, but you know, if well, it's five bucks to play and I yeah. bang out the game in a week, I, I don't have to. I mean, give you it know.
0: a shot. You can come back and give us your review.
1: Yeah, of course. I think it's called Unleash the Light. Yeah, if you click it right now and have it pulled up, it. it it says start playing. If you click it right next to it, it goes, play extraordinary. Plan auto renewals for 4 dollars Like, it literally says you, you have to basically buy Apple Arcade to play it. That's annoying. Yeah, it is what it is.
0: Well, that's all of them. That's the main ones. So I think, in my opinion, your best, if not the cheapest, but the best bet is either the PlayStation 1 or the Xbox 1, depending on which one you have. Just for diversity and the amount of games they have.
1: Yeah, they always have. I mean, they always have a a a wider range of games because those companies have been in the the game for so long. But um, yeah, I agree with you. I love my Xbox services. I just there's so much to play. If I ever get bored, I just download a new game. I go get lunch, and then by the time I get lunch, the game's like usually downloaded, and then I I play that for the day. So I I second that. If you are into um video games and you have one of these game systems i suggest you give them a shot
0: and this is really for people who like to breeze through games and then don't play them again if you're someone who likes to yeah, own the game too. replay them a lot maybe this isn't for you um but i i like to kind of just breeze through them and then that's it like i like the story i don't need to kind of re- keep playing to see what else happens
1: yeah, I'm on that page with you. I just, I, I haven't even, like, I have Fire Emblem, Three Houses, and that game is supposed to be good for replayability, but I have yet to play it over again, because I just don't want to go through it all over again.
0: Well, there's so much more to do as well. Like, there's so many more games out there. Why would you keep replaying the same one?
1: I know that's the problem, but I really want to see what El- Edelgard's side of her story is, and you haven't played the game, so you don't know who she is. But... No,
0: I've got no idea what we're talking about. We can move on now.
1: Oh, great! Right. Way to just dismiss me.
0: Sorry. We can talk about that if you want. If you want to dedicate ten minutes no. of the listeners' time.
1: No, it's fine. You, you don't <laughs> like me. It's
0: cool. What's your next piece of news?
1: Um, I'm trying to click on it right now, but for some reason, my Google Doc isn't opening. So that's fun. Um, here it is. Oh, yeah, I know what this is. So this one I thought was interesting. So um basically i read an article the other day talking about how phil spencer doesn't see like the 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 ceo of xbox Mm -hmm. he's really not looking into vr in the future
0: yeah i read that too that they don't see it as a priority
1: yeah his his whole thing was nobody's asking for vr
0: i mean i (laughs) Um, have vr I'm asking for it, and I think I would play it a lot if there was more games, but there's not. Yeah,
1: so it, I, a think, bit, I think, think it's that's a bit, the problem.
0: Yeah, like I'm not interested in replay. Just since a lot of the games you can get that are good are just games that they've they haven't put any thought into changing. They're just on there, and it's kind of the be- best they could do. Like I I got Skyrim, and it feels just like they've plastered Skyrim on there. Like there's no special additions. There's no Nothing changes. It's just do what you can with these controllers. And it's not yeah. that fun. So... Well, according
1: to um Phil Spencer, he was just like, oh, yeah, nobody's selling millions and millions of dollars worth of VR. And I'm like, and it's so funny because I'm pretty sure Sony has. I'm pretty sure they sold like six, maybe even more. I could be wrong, like over six million dollars of in VR. So, they're like, nobody's making millions and millions, but look at Sony standing right there in the corner with their PSVR in their hands, and they're like, we're gonna we're gonna release PSVR 2 when we release the, X, the PS5, ha ha ha, we're gonna make millions. Um, I would
0: like to see more,
1: yeah, like, personally. I think that's the problem. I think people are like, everyone has the attitude that everyone's like, oh yeah, no one likes VR, so let's not bother, but then nobody likes VR because nobody's making anything for that.
0: Yeah, I do like VR. I first time I tried it, it took my breath away. How good it was! How and even it's not even that good. I think in the future we're gonna look back at this technology and be like, oh my God, it's terrible. But it just uh, took my breath yeah. away. You could be in a game.
1: Yeah, I want to give it a shot. I almost bought a PSVR for um like Black Friday deals, but then I was just like, eh, I got some video games to play through. I don't have time to play PSVR and let that consume my life. Um. Especially because they're going to release another one when PS5 comes out. And if I end up getting that, that then I'm going to be like, why, you know? Um, But yeah, and then actually I'm going to piggyback my last piece of news off of that one just because it has to do with VR. Um, And that's um, Half-Life Alex, I believe. Yes. Um, That game was announced and it is 100% VR and it's supposed to be a mainline Half-Life game. That's a terrible idea. Have you played Half-Life?
0: No, I mean it's terrible the idea that they've only made it VR.
1: Okay, so you see, that's actually why I brought it up, because a lot of people are split on this. So obviously I see where you stand, some people are excited about it. Um I would despite... be excited
0: if I sorry, I keep interrupting you, but now I'm like, okay. why? Cause I would be excited if obviously I owned one. But if I was a Half-Life fan. And this came out and I couldn't, I physically couldn't play the next one. I'd be really angry. I'd be upset.
1: Yeah, I that, i think that's the problem because a lot of people have been dying for, I think, Half-Life 3 and then they got this and they're like, oh, this looks cool. Like the trailer, if you watch the trailer, it looks pretty cool. The one thing that like keeps me out of it is that you just see your, like, your hands floating and it's supposed to be such an action-packed and detailed um. VR experience that you, but you don't see your arms, you just see floating hands when you go do actions. Um, but the people are, um, from what I've seen, the commercials uh, of the commercial, the trailers looks pretty cool. The one thing that I think is odd is it's coming to all VR platforms except for PSVR. What? Yes. It's that's just the one, and, and I don't know. And here's the thing the game's not coming out for a while, I don't think. Um, So for all we know, it could be like one of those things PlayStation VR reveals when they announce PSVR two, and they're like, "And guess what, everyone? um, Half Life Alex is coming to the to the platform." That must be it. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking because it's literally for everything. Like I was looking at the list, and I was like, "All right, so this is actually everything." Um. So unless unless it's like a problem with people, like them afraid. That if you put it on a disc and like, you know, and put it in a game system, people are gonna data mine it or like change the gameplay or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everything else, all other VR platforms, don't involve discs. They're just downloads.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's. I mean, who has discs anymore? Uh, Game (laughs) systems so old.
1: I know. I feel. I feel old thinking about it. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So that was like really just. Like, the important stuff that I saw throughout the day. I mean, throughout the week. Um, And I, a lot of the, uh, once again, Half-Life is, you're either excited for Half-Life Alex or you're not. Um, But from what I've seen, the gameplay looks pretty fun. If I did have a VR headset of any sort and a PC that could run it, I would definitely give it a try. So if you're one of those people, I suggest to keep your eye out for Half-Life Alex, even if you're not a Half-Life fan. But yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you have anything else to share?
0: Um. Yeah, I have one thing. Art's Choice oh. is coming to Steam. So it's a new line from popular interactive fiction publisher, Choice of Game. Um, there's only three of them right now. A Pirate's Pleasure, which is a story about a golden age of piracy, where the player is a female pirate captain deciding their fate and that of their crew, as the era's end draws near by Lisa Fox. Um, Downfall is a wild sci-fi ride about a character who owns portals between worlds and dimensions by Roana Silver. Uh, it allows a customizable protagonist of various genders and sexualities. And then Jazz Age is a novel about prohibition nightclubs and the Roaring Twenties in New York City by Nicola R. White, and it allows a customisable things as well. Um, and I just wanted to kind of touch on this, about how you feel about interactive novels In the video game, I guess, industry or section, whatever you call it.
1: Alright, that one's a toughie for me, because I guess in the short version, I enjoy them, but I don't enjoy versions where, like, what the Telltale um, format used to be, where, like, you play a season, and then you wait months and months, and then another season comes out
0: yeah and also especially I... like stranger thing Uh stranger Things. What i'm saying life is strange where it's literally epi- at one episode every few months and you're just like oh, i can't even remember what happened the first episode i think everyone i know just waits till the end
1: yeah that that's where i'm at with that because i just don't have the patience and new games are coming out all the time and i want to give those a try and not to mention just regular life like no yeah. one has the time to replay the first episode so they can replay the second episode that comes out so they can understand what's happening, you know? So that, if it, like, but that being said, after party, which I still haven't finished either, um, uh, I can continue playing and it's like, that's kind of like the story situation. You pick your action, you watch the action ensue and then you continue on from there. Like I could yeah, see myself, so you mean. if I have an afternoon, I could sit there and play through, through the whole thing. Like, I remember I got bought um, Telltale's Batman, and I played literally maybe the first two episodes or seasons or whatever you want to call it, and I never played it again.
0: Oh, it's funny, I finished that one, but I did. It felt... I don't know, they feel drawn out. It feels like, you know when Netflix has... uh uh, you know when it comes out with a tv show and you can tell they had to fit like 26 episodes and they didn't have enough story for 26 episodes
1: oh and they stretch it out
0: yeah i feel like a lot of those things like that like life is strange batman it felt like that
1: yeah i agree with you it's it's just not my style i don't blame anybody for enjoying it because I could see the allure of a of a story that you come back to, especially for more casual gamers that like those are the games that they enjoy. You know, it's not like I I don't know. That's that's yeah. how I feel. I about mean, the I topic. think these
0: are going to look quite different. Um, they're going to be more novel ish. Yeah. Um, have you? Ever, it's I think it's gonna be similar to Butterfly Soup, which I really did enjoy because it was a one shot and you could just sit there and play it an hour. So I think these are going to be pretty good. Um, oh yeah, I was just wondering. I think it brought up a thing of in the end what counts as a game and what doesn't. Because I feel like even Butterfly Soup, you haven't played it, but it didn't really feel like a game. There weren't like there were choices, but it felt more like a novel that I was in. So But you know, in the end I guess that is what a game is, right? Just a story that you're in.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I um I see exactly what you mean. It's just at the end of the day, people have these different playstyles and I feel like that era era of games gaming isn't as prominent as it used to be. Yeah. Like pe- people are more into those like free for all Fortnite games and stuff like that now. There was a point in time that and that's why um Telltale shut down. They weren't making as much money as they used to and I think that it just goes with the times, you know.
0: I would like to see games similar to Telltale, but done properly, I guess. You know, things just that... Even if they only put out, like, one-shots that take an hour to play, I think that would be... And then sell them really cheap. That would be really good.
1: Yeah, yeah you know what game I want to play that's... um been out and i think oh, i think we were supposed to play it over the summer um there was this one story movie thing that i said we should play give a shot and it's called like erica on playstation i don't know if it's on oh, that um, sounds really xbox familiar. um but it's literally like fully produced like a movie like it's humans like and when it's time to make a decision like the words pop up on the screen but they look like aesthetically Proper and it looks cool and you just like choose your your. I honestly, action. don't
0: think I like something like that I wouldn't want to play something that looks like real people. I'd get too. Bored. Oh, I
1: I would be down for it. I would give it a shot, and especially because it's not a a year to play the game or wait for it. It's literally I think an hour and a half total. It's like watching a real movie that you help make a decision.
0: Maybe I think I'd probably give it a try. I, I can't promise I'd sit through it all though
1: yeah whatever well that that's just like like there's certain gimmicks that like uh, allure me to the you know the 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 genre um yeah. Well,
0: yeah i think that's what we have
1: okay so um since we're wrapping up over there why don't we pop over to our last segment um we'll talk about what we've been playing and we'll talk about um any games we look forward to playing does that sound good to you sophia
0: sounds great see you there oh.
1: all right see you there Welcome back. So uh, thank you guys for staying with us so long. This one has been a longer episode. I believe um, we're on one hour and 22 minutes that could be edited down. So don't take that um, to heart. Um, Sophia, what have you been playing any new games lately? I know you've been super, super busy. Can you, I, you tell us about it?
0: Well, I've been very, very stressed with okay schoolwork. So I took a day yesterday. And didn't do any work or a- anything like that. And I just sat down and played video games all day. And it was really, really nice.
1: Those are always <laughs> so nice days.
0: I played Red, String's- Red String Club. I uh, was one of them.
1: What's that about?
0: So it's set in a dystopia future, kind of cyberpunk. And it's really interesting because it's based on the choices you make in dialogue. So you're an information broker who's behind the bar and you have to make drinks to match people's emotions and try and get information out of them to change a course and save humanity, wherever Like, I don't want to spoil it too much because it is a bit of a big reveal thing. But it was kind of really clever because it was quite different gameplay to what i was used to. And I kept wanting, it was kind of difficult, I kept wanting to pick up a walkthrough so I got it all right. Then I was like, no, I can't do that. I have to play it how as well as I can. I can't cheat. So I didn't. And um, I think that was actually a better decision because I felt more, I kind of remembered it more because it is one of those things where you have to remember who you talk to, what they said. They're not going to spoon feed you information. Um, and it's
1: well, always good. Yeah. So to get like that, that extra muscle in your brain working to try to figure something out.
0: It did feel like I was in the kind of in the story making those decisions, not, the, not that the game was making them for me um it is one of those things where at the end well first of all I was getting a little bit bored near the middle where I was like all right like there's so many things going on I'm like what was what, even the point but I think at literally at that exact bit I got to the end so they have mm. paced out really well and, oh good yeah and um so sorry I'm like trying to now I'm trying to remember the game so no, ending, it is one of those things. First of all, I did cry at the ending because it, I don't want to spoil it. I just want to say the bit that I got. I, I did. I had tears. It was emotional, and it was only it only took me, I think, a couple hours to play. So it's not that long. Um, I will say once the kind of emotion ran off, I was a bit like, "Wait, what just happened?" You know what I mean? Really? Like one of those. I think it was a bit. I had to be like, "Hold on." What about this guy? What happened to him? Or what, what bit did I miss? So I don't know if it's one of those games where you have to replay to kind of pick it all up or it is just they need kind of more to give you more information. It was a, it was a lot of... Um, they played with kind of how characters wanted, to see, wanted you to see them so you didn't really know what was true what was not true. If it was more fantasy, if it was more technology. But it is... I think I would recommend giving it a go, trying to see what it's like. Um, so yeah, I did that one.
1: How much I, was it? Uh,
0: well, I got it on Xbox Game Pass, so I've got no idea how much it is. Sorry. Oh, okay. But it is one, it's one of those indie games. I think it shouldn't be too much, and I do recommend picking it out. And then I did Old Man's Journey right after that. Um, that was something, it, there's no dialogue, nothing, you're just, you're changing the landscape to, so that the main character can move from one side of the screen to the other screen and there's different levels, and there's a story that plays through flashbacks as you go. It was okay. That's all I can really say. Like, I, it's only an hour and a half, so I did stick through it. But at the end, I was just like, yeah, that was okay. Through it all. The story's kind of cliche, and even a little bit like, I was like, well, I don't feel too bad for him. Like, I don't feel that emotional about it.
1: <laughs>
0: it was a bit cookie-cutter. Um, the gameplay is interesting. I just think they didn't need to go through such a simple story it was a yeah i recommend buying that one as much as i do red string club like i did finish it but it's not something you should choose over another game if you're if you
1: see it okay well you know maybe wait can you just do like a quick sum, like summary like who would this game be for
0: so old man's journey is for it's more laid back and it's for people who do like to kind of sit and listen to music as they kind of point and click I think and it is a bit of a puzzle of how how to get this person from one side to the other because you move it's hard to it's like um there's different I don't even there's different layers of landscape and then you have to change landscape to get uh, so that he can follow it so it's more of a puzzle game so I think it's for people who like puzzles and more chill games but there are better ones out there there are about better versions of that type of thing
1: uh, gotcha that, that 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 helps a lot so for anybody listening if if you match that description this game would be for you cool anything else you've been playing
0: um no I think I just finished those two now I'm looking for something new I've got Wolfenstein downloaded this uh I think the second one I've got exodus metro exodus downloaded i'm not really sure what to pick up next
1: gotcha oh metro exodus was that on sale or something
0: it's on xbox pc pass
1: oh i forget that all these good games are included on that yeah
0: see they do have some really good ones
1: yeah um cool well in that case why don't i talk i mean we all kind of know what i've been playing. I've been playing a lot of Stadia. Um, Unfortunately. Yes, which, again, like, there were two free games while I was talking about them earlier, so I downloaded those. I guess I'll give them a try to see how the service works with those playstyles, styles, um, those genre games. But um, I've been playing that. I just finished the story in Pokemon Sword, um, probably after I'm done editing and recording this. I'm going to see if, what the, um, like, post-game content's like. Um, I know I want to collect all the Pokemon. Obviously, ooh, my voice just cracked. Mm. <laughs> no, and, I heard that. Um, I know I want to collect some Pokemon in the second, the short, the shield version. So I might give that a crack relatively soon. But overall, it, I thought it was a pretty solid Pokemon game. Um, it deviated from the sta- the the normal cookie cutter situation at the end, which I'm not going to go into too much detail. Um, but basically when you're at the finals for after after collecting all the gym badges the format's a little different which i liked it was a um a nice breath of fresh air um for the franchise in that aspect and i kind of just like i kind of don't like the 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 super excitable and frankly annoying rivals that they've been giving us the last couple generations i kind of like like the the a-hole rival that like I'm better than you. And they did um a good job of giving you a couple rivals and a little bit uh, a little taste of all of that. Um that's a good idea. I, yeah, yeah, it was good because you had a few people that, that you ran into that had different personalities. But I will say this rival's character development was a lot better than the character development in the last mainline Pokemon game in Ultra Sun and Moon. That that guy, he was just um Super, peppy and happy, and like it just wasn't my cup of tea. I'm sure some people might like that rival, but um, Hop the rival in this in this game, he his his brother. You find this out in the beginning. His brother's the ch- the current champion, and basically, his um goal is to beat his brother. So you see why he wants to beat him so badly and you see how he reacts when he wins when he loses and at the end he I think he comes out a lot better of a of a character overall.
0: Sounds good. Sounds interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And then of course I have um I've been mainly po- playing that. So I I think after this I'll be playing a little bit more of that. I'm going to test out Stadia a little bit more just to get an idea and then I'll probably end up finally trying to circle back to After Party well, this week. Well,
0: I'm going to get it for my birthday, so we can have a discussion about that when I finish playing it. Okay,
1: sounds good. I I look forward to giving it a shot. Um, Well, giving the discussion a shot. I've already played a little bit of it. Um, But yeah, anything else, Sophia, that you want to share? Any last minute
0: Oh, uh, I updates? think we're good
1: okay well thank you guys so much for watching um if you enjoyed this um podcast we appreciate your feedback leave us a review on any of the platforms you're listening to us on and if you want to interact with me and Sophia, we have a couple social media platforms we have um our facebook page which is the pixels podcast we have the Twitter page, which is the Pixels Podcast, and we have the Instagram page, which is the Pixels Podcast. Sophia runs the Twitter, I run the Instagram, and then the Facebook um, we we'll kind of both update. I do a little bit more, but it's it's honestly open game for either of us to post. Um, and yeah, message, feel free to message us on any of those platforms. I thank you guys again, once again. Ugh. Thank you guys once again so much for listening to us, and um, we appreciate it. Right, Sophia?
0: Yeah. See you guys next week.
1: We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.